Shas Illuminated presents the following shira by Rabbi Chaim Helowitz. Meseches Moed Koton has been dedicated Le'iloi Nishmas, Peril Bas Reb Yehoshua Heshel HaKohen. Moed Koton, Daf Chof Dalad. The limit of today's daf and today's shir is dedicated Le'iloi Nishmas of Yimori, Harav Yehuda Ben Harav Alter Halevi, Vesima, Zichrona Levracha, whose yard site is today, Tess Elul. In order to sort out a sugi here of Dvarim Shabbat Sinah, Dvarim Shabbat which the Gemara discusses whether or not they're knowing on Shabbos, we first need to define our terms. The Gemara describes the Dvarim Shabbat as a chova. The Gemara says, I'm a shmuel pachas chova. And then it goes and describes the Dvarim Shabbat Sinah as rishos. It says, nata rishos. Now it seems pretty clear that the word chova in the Gemara is meant to mean that it is incumbent, the avil is obligated to desist from being knowing the Dvarim Shabbat because that would... Um, be an affront to the covenant of Shabbos, and the fact that the Nihugim of Avelis which are on Shabbos is uh, prohibited for the Avel, certainly the Rechova, certainly something which he must take pains to try to do, to not mean Misnag like an Avel in an obvious way. But the return debate, what does it mean when it says Nata Rishus? When it says, describes the Dvarn Shabbat Sinah as a Rishus, what does this mean? Does this mean that it's computer that's optional, that the Avel has the choice, it's much different to do, it's not, he's not required to desist from them, but he may or may not do it as he chooses? Or no, inasmuch as it's a Rishus, inasmuch as it's not a chov on him to desist from them, the Rishus is uh, given to him in order to be knowing from them, then it becomes something which he must do, then it becomes something which he must be Nisnag like any other Avel. So as we'll see, this is Machalogos Rishonim. It's clear in Tosfis, both in the Vermaskal Boimine uh, and in the Vermaskal Hachi, that the Gemara's Kavona was simply was a Rishos, that it's, uh, it's optional. The Dovel has the choice to do as he pleases in the Varn Shabbatzina to uh, be knowing them or not. However, in the Rush, it's before not like this, the Rush writes that the Loshan Rishos means Yachalinag Behem, Ve'eno Behem Mishim Avelis, that there's no mania, there's no impediment to him being misnag with these things on Shabbos. Hilkach Chayev Linag Behem. Therefore, he becomes obligated to be, yes, we know them, Kimol Bechol, just like an Avil during the Chol has to, has to do them, Kevin She'en Onira Ka'avelis. Because they don't present a sign, an uh, apparent sign of Avelis, so then there is no reason why he shouldn't be Misnag like them, and he must be Misnag with them like any other Avil during the Mehashiva. That's Machlokas between the Tosis and the Rush. However, though, the Pasha says this is only Machlokas with Shmuel. Shmuel used the term Rishos, who said that it was not the Rishos, that's where the Rishonim had their discussion. But that's Rabbi Yechonon, as the Gemara brings at the bottom. Rabbi Yechonon says, Dvar Shabbat Sinah Noheg, so it's Mephorosh in the Ritzvah, he's Medaik the word Noheg, and as well as Mashmah and the Tosas we mentioned, Dvar Maschal Bai, that there Rabbi Yechonon holds that no. That Dvar Shabbat Sinah, something which is defined, which is categorized as Dvar Shabbat Sinah, that is incumbent upon the Avil. There, everyone will agree that it's not a Rishos, but it's an obligation for the Avil to, yes, be knowing these, these Nihugim on Shabbos because they are Sinah. That's the Lashon of Noheg, that the Ritzvah is Medaik, that's an obligation, that's Machlokas, but Pashas there is between Rabbi Yechonon and Shmuel. Now the Shonim, once they say this, they run into a big problem, that if we will say that Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that the Dvarim Shabbat Sinah are not a Rishos, are not a pure Rishos, an option like, Sh- like Shmuel said, at least according to Tosavus, but rather they are Chovah the other way, that are, the other must be knowing them. So we have another member of Rabbi Yochanan in our Amud, which is Al-Kharis uh, to this, because Rabbi Yochanan said, Lo Shonu, that that the Ovel is not permitted to continue with the Tifus Arosh because the Tifus Arosh is one of the Chova things, one of the things that Yitzvah Shafras said that he must uh, take off and desist from, that's only if he's not wearing shoes. That if he has shoes on, so that's clear that he's not an Ovel, because what kind of Ovel walks around with shoes on? Therefore, it's not a problem if he's Otev Rosho, because people will attribute this Atif to something else. It cannot be he's an Ovel. However, he's wearing shoes. So we see that in Rabbi Yochan, that it's a heter, it's a Roshos for the Ovel to wear shoes. 
And the it was clear in the Gemara the word that the Natar the nun of Natar was in Sandal. Everyone was in agreement that Natar is Rishus, which the three Rabbi Yochanan must have meant that it's Zvan Shabbat Sino, which is Noik. So can how can Rabbi Yochanan say it's an option for the Avil to wear to choose to wear or not to wear the shoes, as is the member that he had himself? If he was of the opinion that Zvan Shabbat Sino Noik is uncommon on the Avil to be Noik them, and the Sandal is one of the one of the the Zvan uh, Sino. So the Ritzvah raises this problem with, the, with his pshat, and he offers two teruts. And one teruts says, Rabbi Yochanan, that sentence was the Dvar of the Shmuel Kamar. Rabbi Yochanan himself held that Dvarim Shvitzinah are a chovan level. In other words, they, he must be knowing them. He has no choice. It's not an option for him. But Shmuel held as a Rishos. So there, Rabbi Yochanan said, then, with Shmuel, that which uh, the halach is that he may not be uh, Otev Roshi, he must be Pariyash Roshi. That depends whether or not he's wearing shoes. That, since it's a Roshi to wear or to not to wear shoes, if the level chose to yes wear the shoes, then he has the right to be Otev Roshi if he wants because people will obviously see he's not an other than the fact that he's wearing shoes. That's all Rabbi Yochanan meant. We'll However, the Dva offers a second terrace. This is an important Yisod in the nature of Dvarim Shibitzino. He writes as follows. Inami, Rabbi Yochanan, Nilas Asandal Roshus. Rabbi Yochanan will agree about Nilas Asandal that even though all the other of the Dvarim Shibitzino, for example, Rechitza or Tashlamita, the more I listed, those things are pure Dvarim Shibitzino and they are not Roshus. They are the other must be knowing them. But Nilas Asandal is different. Nilas Asandal is actually optional. Why? There's a gray area, says Ritva. There are some things, some Nihugim, which can be construed as Avelos, but can also be construed as things which are not uh, Pharisee, which are uh, which are Tzina. Ritva explains, If the person is out in front of the people, out in public, then not having shoes on would be Avelos for Pharisee. And one is at home, Then it might be only construed as Ritva. In other words, depending on when he's when he's seen, and what situation, what, under what circumstances the Avil is being viewed, people might or may not um, deduce from the way he's dressed that he's an Avil or not. And this sheet does even flesh that even, even more strongly, even more clearly in the, in the Mordechai, Pshin Revya. He writes as follows. Which are pure as a chova. The Avil must do these, uh, these, uh, these nihugim. However, Chalitza's a sandal. The other taking off his ha- his shoes, bitoch beso when one is at home, la varam shalt sinam mamishu. It's not mamish varam shibit sinah. The kachazu look at the alibi shops. People come into his house, might see him, and might deduce that he's an that he's an other. The fact that he's not wearing his shoes, and therefore, might be varam shibit farasia. The gamod varam shibit farasia mamish. It's also not really varam shibit farasia. Shem deika anoshim tuva delomisami besani bebayis omishem mechos omishem hana. There are plenty of people who wear slippers who don't wear their regular shoes at home, either because their their feet hurt or because it's more comfortable for them. And therefore, this is a, a gray area type of neog. It's a type of neog which is questionable whether or not it should be construed as Dharam Shabbat Fahesya or Dharam Shabbat Sina. And therefore, even if Rabbi Yochanan, who held the Tashamita or Rechitza, all of the things which are purely Tzina, those are Chova, those are something the other may not be knowing in, but the Yosef Sandra, Rabbi Yochanan, was, was moded that it's Rishos. And the Mordechai goes on, he says, V'hachistu Rabbi Yochanan le'el. And that's Subshan Rabbi Yochanan who said that whether or not the Avil chose to wear his shoes is going to determine whether or not he's able to, uh, to be uh, Otev Rosha or not. That's because, in fact, Rabbi Yochanan holds that uh, Yosef Sandra, the Rishos, it is optional. It is a question, because it's a questionable gray area type of Nihog, it's not clear whether or not we should uh, categorize it as a uh, sinner or Pharisee. Therefore, even Rabbi Yochanan agreed that it should be called a Rishos and not a Chova. That's what the Mordechai says. That's what the Ritva also is, get, is, is driving at in our sugya. It might also be Mashma and the Mekiyosi of such a Mahalach. 
Because in Mekh Yosef, when he's describing the Ikra of Shabbos, the Dvarim Shafir Hesri, or not Noeg, on Shabbos, he writes, Kigon Ni'ilas Asandal. He uses Ni'ilas Asandal to typify uh, Dvarim Shafir Hesri on Shabbos. And the Kenor is Metameyan, then Mekh Yosef. What does it mean? I mean, the Gemara said, Not Tarashos. It said that the Nun, Ni'ilas Asandal, is not Dvarim Shafir Hesri. It's Dvarim Shafir Hesri. How can Mekh Yosef uh, give an example of Dvarim Shafir Hesri to be Ni'ilas Asandal? So the Kenor suggests. He adds a new havana. The, the things which are always done in private, like washing or tashramita, those things are going to be regular Dvarim Shabbat which Avel may not do on Shabbos. It's Ke'en for something which is seen. It's not clear, though, why the Avel is doing it. And therefore, because it be construed different ways, therefore Rabbi Yochan leaves it up to the Avel to decide whether or not he wants to be knowing them or not. So until now we've seen that even though there was Machlokas Rishonim as to when uh, Shmuel said not to Rishos, it meant that it was optional for the level to be knowing them, or it was actually Chovah for him not to be knowing them, but the Bidash uh, Rabbi Yochanan, who said Dvarim Shabbat Sinan Noheg, the Rishonim said that it was a Chovah for the level not to be knowing the Dvarim Shabbat Sinan. And even within that, though, we saw that there could be gray areas. There could be things which are not clear whether or not we should, con- we should categorize them as Farhasi or Tzina. And there, even Yochan will agree that there will be a heter for the Avel to decide whether or not he wants to be Noheg the Avelis. Now, the Rambam goes even further than this. The Rambam says that on Shabbos, an Avel is not Noheg Dabr Shabbat Avel Shabbat El Elovesh Min he, can, he counts Levishas Menolim that the other may not take of the shoes of Dvarim Shabbat Feresi or something which the other may not do on Shabbos. And here the Kesimishnah, the Chemishnah, the Tamei, how can the Rambam say this if the Gemara said that Natar was a Rishus, that Natar was not one of the Rambam, that the Neil Sassandra was not one of the Dvarim Shabbat Feresi, but rather it was among the Dvarim Shabbat Sina. So the Ridva says, which is Me'ayim, the same idea we saw before, that it's really uh, a subjective type of Dvarim Shabbat Feresi. And the Ridva says, the already Kesimishnah also is Marame, it's such a, an answer, that the Rambam felt that Dvarim Shabbat Sina and Dvarim Shabbat are not objective, that they're uh, always determined by what Chazal said. But really, every society and every set of circumstances will, will determine whether or not that veil should be considered Dvarim Shabbat or not. And therefore, the Rambam felt that since in his time, in his days, in his circles, in his society, it would be an obvious sign of availus for a person to wear to not wear shoes. Everyone wore some form of shoes, and for someone to not wear shoes, the only possible explanation for doing this is that he's an Ovel. Therefore, the Raman felt that we have to say that Nilsa Sandals, Ram Shafrasi, and Ovel may not take off his shoes on Shabbos. He must be, he must be no, Lovish Menolov. That's what Ritva learns in the Raman. Ritva says the hardest is a Dover, which is Mustaver, that they didn't make a Xera, they didn't make a Xera Muchletes, they didn't make an absolute Xera that these things are always to be considered Ram Shafrasi or Ram Shafrasina. And with Ram Shafrasina, no way, Kifiyah's man, Makam. The circumstances and the social uh, uh, norms and that which is accepted will determine whether that something is considered to be the Advarim Shabbat or not. And the rush, he takes this idea one step further. Not only do the do we have the idea that Advarim Shabbat can be determined based on the uh, social circumstances, but even a, 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 a Neog, which generally speaking, which by and large, is to be counted among the Dvarim Sina. But if circumstances will make it, that if the Noeg is, if the Ovel, rather, is Noeg this uh, Neug, it'll come out for Hesia, it'll come out something which is obvious sign of Avelos, then the Rush holds, that's, that Ovel, that, in those circumstances, that Neug becomes Dvarim Shabbat and the Ovel is not allowed to be Noeg the Avelos. The Rush is discussing Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah, even though there is Machlos Rishonim, the Mordechai holds that Talmud Torah is not Dvarim Shabbat Sina, and the Ovel may learn Torah and Shabbos, but almost all the Rishonim argue with that and say that Talmud Torah is Dvarim Shabbat Sina, which the Ovel may not be Noeg on Shabbos. He may not learn any of the things on Shabbos that an Ovel is not allowed to learn, with the one exception of Shnei Mekav Echatargam there, 
the post can say there is a hetter for the Avil to learn Shnaimikra, it is Me'ain, the, the idea of uh, Seder Hayom we have on Tishabav. So in any event, that, that's the Rosh Hashim that Talmud Torah was Aser for an Avil to do on Shabbos. And by that same token, the Avil is not permitted to receive an Ali on Shabbos, because that uh, is a type of Talmud Torah. However, he tells the story of Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam, when he was an Avil, he even though he was not called up for Shlishi, because they knew he was an Ovo, they didn't call him up, Rabbeinu went up anyway. He went up to take the Ali of Shlishi anyway. Why? How could Rabbeinu do this? He said, well, since every Shabbos, as Rabbeinu as Rav, uh, received the Ali of Shlishi, if this Shabbos, if they would um, be Mavatal, not call up Rabbeinu Tam as Shlishi, that would be Dvar Darn Shifre Esya. Rabbeinu held that he had to take the Ali, even if he wasn't called up, in order to prevent him from being Dvar Shifre Esya. So we see that even though this Nihag of Talmud Torah in general is to be considered a Dvar Shifre Esya, and the Oval may not do it, but since the circumstances, the subjective um, circumstances that make it, that if the Oval will be knowing his, his Nihag of Velas, it would come out Dvar Shifre Esya, then we set aside the Nihag of Velas and we say the Oval may not be knowing the Velas, and it comes in these circumstances with Dvar Shifre Esya. So also an idea like this in the Trips of Igras Moshe, he's discussing there the question of uh, attending a simcha on Shabbos, that an Ovel, who um, is a type of a uh, suda that he may not go to, I think we're Moshe there discussing Shalom Zachar, and Moshe says that it depends. If the Ovel's, if the Ovel's absence will be, no, will be noticed and the uh, Bala Simcha or others there will be able to tell he didn't come because of an Ovel, then the Ovel must go, because... If the Ovel wouldn't go, it would be construed as Darshan Fresia. But if the Ovel's absence will not be noted, in other words, it won't become Darshan Fresia, it will, be, will, will remain in the realm of uh, Tzina, then the Ovel should not go. So you see, again, something which is Be'etz and Darshan Fresia, Be'etz and the Ovel has to keep this near, even though it's Shabbos, because the circumstances will dictate, the circumstances will, will make it come out that the Ovel's uh, behavior will be noted, will be uh, obvious that he's doing the Machmas Havelis, it can become Darshan Fresia, and it becomes Aser. So again, we see this idea both in the Rambam that it depends on the social circumstances. Of the uh, of society, whether or not something is construed as a nigga of or not, as a ritva, and the Kesemishnah explained that's how the Rambam held. That's why he held that Nils Sandal in his uh, circles became the Rosh Hashanah. And even more than that, we see in the uh, Rush that a uh, nigga which is be'etzem normally, uh, normally speaking, categorized as a darshav a But if under circumstances it can become a Pharisee, then we're willing to set aside the nigga of Elias as well. Rosh finds an example like this and call it a darshav Pharisee. The Gemara cites the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel regarding Priyas Arosh on Shabbos, whether or not we should classify the Avel uh, being Pareya Rosho to take off the Ativas Arosh on Shabbos to be a Dabrash of or not. Shmuel held Pachaz Chova, that he counted the pay of Pachaz to be one of the Dabrash of that the Avel is not allowed to be knowing Ativas Arosh on Shabbos, he must be, be Pareya Rosho. Whereas Rav held that it was only a Roshos and it was uh, one of the Dabrash of The Gemara explained that which Shmuel. Uh, drew a distinction between Nihilus HaSandal and Priyas HaRosh. And Nihilus HaSandal was counted among the Dvaram Shabbat Sinna that the Avel had an option of doing, whereas the Priyas HaRosh, something that was a Chovah, that the Avel was not allowed to have the Atifas because since Shmuel held Kol Atifa She'eno Katif Zishma'elam Eino Atifa, since the only Atifa which, which uh, qualifies to be Yotze the Mitzvah of Atifas HaRosh is Atifas Zishma'elam, and that's not something that people normally do, except for Avelim, it becomes Avelis Mepharesia if the Avel were to be knowing Ativas Yishmaelim on Shabbos, and therefore Shmuel held it was a Chova, was a Tvaran Shepharesia to have Ativas Yishmaelim on. And the question arises, what did Rav hold? Why did Rav argue in Shmuel? What did he not like about Shmuel's Chumrah? So we have, there are three Mahal Chemetzim in the Rishonim. There's the Tosis, the Ramban, and the Ritva. Tosis, in the Vermaschal Shmuel, quotes Tos the Rav, who says that Rav held that Shmuel's halacha wasn't true. That which Shmuel assumed, 
that Tifas Yishmaelim was the only way one can be Mekayim in the midst of a Tifa, is simply not correct. Any Atifa, even an Atifa that is uh, not to the extreme as a, as extreme as a Tifas Yishmaelim would be Mutter. And therefore, it's quite obvious that this Atifa would not be a Darn Shafresi. It's a type of Atifa which anyone would do, even someone who wasn't um, uh, engaged in Avelis would have this Atifa. And therefore, Rav saw no reason to uh, limit the Chiv of Atifa on Shabbos. That's what uh, the Tosis tells. The Ramban says, no. Rav agreed to the halacha of Shmuel, that Atifas Yishmaelim is what's required, but Rav argued with the assumption of Shmuel, that the Gemara here made, that the only people who would act in a way of Atifas Yishmaelim were people who are Avelim. Rav held that no, even someone who uh, had a need to uh, cover his mouth or cover his face for other reasons would uh, go around with Atifas Yishmaelim, and it wouldn't necessarily be something which was Nikr or Miyuchad, that he was an Avel, and therefore, it simply, it, it, and those grounds, it didn't qualify as a Doron Shabbat That's their Mashita. Ridva says somewhere in the middle that Re'etzim Rav agreed to Shmuel um, Lechatchila, that is a mitzvah Lechatchila, to do Atif Zishma'elim, and that's what Rav agreed that during Me'achol, one of uh, should should go around that way. However, he held it that it still has a Shema Tifa, it's still the evidence of Shema Tifa, even if it's not Misatif Katif Zishma'elim. Therefore, on Shabbos, at least, where he, he's not he's unable to do Atif Zishma'elim, because that would be an obvious sign of Avelis, he should at least do. Uh, a, a different type of ativa, which is not ativa zishmeilim, because that ativa also satisfies the chiyav uh, of ativa sarosh. Those are the three shittas that we have. In terms of how we pass, in this machlokas in Rav and Shmuel agabe priyas sarosh, Tozes says that because we know that the klal of uh, Rav and Shmuel be suri halacha kerav in isurim, and that's what we have here in Avel, so we should pass on like Rav that priyas sarosh is a roshus, and Avel may do the priyas sarosh on Shabbos. It's not to be uh, classified as a dabsha for Hesia. Um, other Rishonim, Kote uh, Gaonim, would say that, no, we should pass on like Shmuel, that Atifas Yishma'elim is what's required for uh, for Atifa. And this comes out of Chumrah during Me'achol, that Avelim would be Mechuyiv, be Me'achol to be Misatif Kamar Yishma'elim. And in Shabbos it comes out that we would classify Priya Sarosh as a Darsha for Hesia, we would not allow Avelim to be Misatif on Shabbos. Now, even though this uh, discussion, as far as the Halacha, is not Sono Gela Maisa, for the current minhag that we don't practice ativis arosh bechlal as we discussed earlier in Afchav Aleph, but this has major implications in Lachas Tzitzis, where there there is a mitzvah of atifa, and we need to know exactly what the gedarim of atifa is to uh, figure out how to do the mitzvah of tzitzis properly. Now the first question is: Is there a chiv of ativis arosh, ativis yishmaelim, in tzitzis? So the tour in Simen Ches and Lachas Tzitzis and Arachayim brings some machlokas about this. He's quotes the Gaonim who say that the mitzvah of Atifah Sitzes requires Atifah Yishma'elim, which is an Atifah Gemurah. However, the Bala Itra's shita was that, no, it's not re- one is not required to misatef the extreme Atifah of Atifah Yishma'elim. It's enough to be Mechasa Rosho, the way people, uh, when they go around normally, have a Kisya Rosh, sometimes Bekisoy, sometimes Begiloy. That's the, uh, the shita of the Bala Itra. The Besosif explains that the opinion of the Gaonim who are machmer and say that one requires a Tifas Yishmaelim is based on the Nusach of the Bracha. We say when we put on a Talas, with Atif Betzitzis, and the Gaonim deduced from this Nusach of Bracha, the Chazal Mertakan is a Mitzvah of Atifa. And is, inasmuch as the Atifa that we find here in Avel requires a Tifas Yishmaelim, the, the Gaonim equated the two things and say there's also a Chiv of a Tifas Yishmaelim with regards to Tzitzis. Now, why did the Balaita argue with the Gaonim? What did he not like about them? So they Besosif has two Stadim. One is, they held like Artosis. Artosis says that we'd, even if uh, in Avel, the, the Shmuel held that Tifus Yishmaelim is required, but Rav argued with, with, with Shmuel, and Rav said that no, even in Avel doesn't require Tifus Yishmaelim. So therefore, the Baal held like Tosis that Rav 
we pass and like grab that a tifti shmeila is not required. Therefore, he said the same thing is true for talis that one does not need tifti shmeila. But then the mitzvah goes on and he quotes the Maria Buav, who is his rebbe, and he says, "I know the pshat and the itra is not because uh, he held like grab that an ovel a tifti shmeila was not required, but rather it's because even if we say an ovel that a tifti shmeila is required, like the shita of Shmuel or like the shita of the Ramban, that." Rav agreed to Shmuel that Tifti Shmuelim was required, but Tzitzis is different. Tzitzis, the Torah is only mechayev for a person to be mechas himself. The, 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 the Loshan of Itav, the Loshan of Chazal chose, but it wasn't Megala with, with the Etzim Geder of the Mitzvah. Was. It was simply a Chid to be mechas himself. And the Mitzvah writes that he later found the Sefer Baal Itar, Achras uh, Man Rav, he found the Sefer Baal Itar itself, and he saw the Baal Itar wrote, wrote, in fact, what the uh, Maria Bulov had suggested, that there's a chilek between the Chiv of Tzitzis, which is only a Kisui of a chiv of kisui, therefore, does not require the same level of atifa as opposed to an ovel, where the mitzvah was atifa. There, you need atifa zishmeile. Lemaisa, the shulchan aruch passed like the bala iter that the only chiv of atifa for tzitzis is not the atifa of yishmeilim of an ovelim, but it's enough to have a, a kisui. However, the magenavam quotes from the Rizal, All the poskim also bring this down, and this arminig as well. That at least the immediate um, few seconds after the bracha one makes, one should be misatef like atifa zishmeilim and wait in that position for Dalat Amis, and then afterwards he can be mechas himself normally, like the Baal There is a mitzvah to do Atif Tishma'elim at least right after the bracha. To do this mitzvah properly, of uh, Atifas Talis, at least the uh, Shas HaBracha of Atif Tishma'elim, we need to understand what the Gemara tells us, that Atif Tishma'elim is what Rav Nachman said, Ad Gubi Didikna. That uh, the Atif Tishma'elim has to be until the Gubi Didikna. So both the Ramban and the Tur quote from Haigon, that the Gubi Didikna means that the hair, which is on the cheeks, the upper part of the beard, which is the same level as the nose, it's, it is to that point that that tifa must reach. In other words, it's clear from the Rav Haigon that that tifa is done from the bottom and up, that when one wraps uh, the uh, head covering that he has from his uh, neck and chin up over his mouth until the level of his nose to the top of the beard level, then one is doing the Tifa Sishma'ilam. It's clear from the Rav Haigon that that is the way that the Tifa is done. And as well, the uh, Ramban and the Tur reverence the Yerushalmi that uh, was mashma that it was so insufficient to simply pull the Tifa up above um, one's lips, but not until the nose, because one simply looks like his uh, mouth has a pain in it that he's trying to cover his mouth. And in fact, Beisosif relates an interesting thing. He says, He said, there's a story with me, the Beisosif himself. The first time he saw someone who was simply had pulled his uh, scarf or pulled, put, pulled his uh, turban um, above his uh, mouth, but not on top of his nose. I thought that simply he had a pain in his mouth that he was trying to uh, cover. Until someone told me he was an Ovel, he was attempting to do Atifat Yishma'elim, and this is what the Rishonim say, it's insufficient to do Atifat Yishma'elim if one simply covers the bottom part of his face without also covering the uh, the nose and the top of the beard. It's also Mavur in the Reino Hananel in our Sugya that Atifat Yishma'elim requires one to go from the bottom up. The Reino Hananel writes that the way one does Atifat Yishma'elim is Mechata Svamo, Uzikno, Vechotmo. He goes from his uh, top of his lips and mustache, the top of the beard, and his... Uh, and his nose, and then on the way down, when one is Megala, one then does the Priya Sarosh, he goes back from up and then towards down. The Rabbi Nechanel says, Tzarech Legalos Chotmo Vesfamo Vitzikno, you go down from the top to the bottom. So it's Mavur then that the Iker of that Tifa has to be the bottom part of, bottom part of the, uh, the face. As far as the covering the eyes, 
Tabechal mentioned that some Rishonim do mention Kisi Harosh, but no one really discusses the Kisi of the Naim. And Lafi this, the proper way to do Atif Tishrayim with the talus would be to place the talus on top of one's head. It's not necessarily covering the eyes, perhaps at the eye level, the, the top of the talus goes, but not necessarily below that. And then using the bottom of the talus from the, from the uh, trail ends of the talus below to pick up upon one's neck and to wrap it around one's face until it covers one's nose. That's the way, proper way to do Atif Tishrayim. However, the Mangan Avram and the Mishnah seem to describe a different fashion and that is the Ikra Atifa is not from the bottom up as we proved from the uh, Gaon the Rav Haigon quote by the Raman and the Tor and the Rechanan al-Asurgi but rather they are Mashma the Atifa goes from the from the top and then down they seem to say that one has to be Mechasa Panov in other words he takes the top of the talus and brings it down over his eyes over his nose until the beard which is the Gubidadikta the beginning of the beard which is at the mouth level even though it's not mash for this way in the Gaon and the Tur and the Rebbein Hanan that we saw, there might be much most of this in the Mefarish here. The Mefarish here describes, Gubedidikna is Gumosh Velechi Lamata Mipiv. It is the, uh, the bottom parts of the cheek, or the jaw, which is underneath one's mouth. Now, as, as the uh, Beis Yosef and the Rishami uh, mentioned, if one is going from the bottom up to simply cover the, the uh, bottom of the jaw below one's mouth, would it be insufficient? Because it would just be near Kilu Pume de Kavle. It looks like he simply has some kind of pain in his mouth that he's covering. So the Mashmas, perhaps, in the Mefarish is that one is using the Tifa going down from the top over his face, over his eyes, to cover until below his mouth. And as well, there might be a, a diak to this in the Rashik Savyad back in the Tezvav, and the Gemara also introduced the idea of Atifas Arosh. There, the Loshan Rashi is Kol Rosho Upartsufo Otui. That one's head and one's face, the, the front of one's face, is covered up. The Mashmos Rashi is that the entire face, including the eye and nose level, is covered up, and one is going from the top down. Even though it's a little bit difficult to understand in a practical sense, because Ishmaelim, if they were to cover the entire face, it would be difficult for them to see. And in fact, the Sefer Eretz Tzvi in Simon Aleph is mayor this on the Mangan Avram, who seemed to say that Atifa is done from the top down over the eyes, but nonetheless it could be that they had it uh, slanted slightly in a way that they were able to see below the uh, Atifa, that their eyes were able to see at least in front of them, um, to see uh, where they were going, but still most of the face from the eyes and down towards the mouth were covered. So that's, that's in the two Mahalchem we have in Gubidadikna, either Lachor the Pshah, which is more Mavur and Rishonim, the Gaon and the uh, Ramban and the Tur, as well as the Mashmas of the Yushalmi that they quoted, that the Tifa has to be from the bottom up and go, go up until the top of the beard and the nose, as was Mavur in the Rechanamel as well. Or we have the Mashmos of the Rashik Saviyad and the Rashi, uh, the Mafarish and Arshita in Arsugya, that the Satif Tishma'ilam covers the face, including the eyes down, to the nose, and then goes to below to, to, the, to the beard um, at the level of the mouth. That's what the Mafarish here said, that it's going to the, to the jawbone below one's mouth. And even though it's a little bit difficult for them to see, nonetheless, this seems to be the, uh, the Atif Tishma'ilam, and that, as we mentioned, is the Minig that Mishnah Bruce seems to describe as to how Atif Tishma'ilam is done, but certainly if one were to do as the Onim Shita as well, that Wachar would also uh, satisfy the mitzvah of Atif Tishma'ilam. The Gemara at the bottom of uh, Amun Aleph, going on to Amun Beis, discusses the uh, incident of a Ketanim who passed away, and it tells us the halacha of the Tanchumi Avelim that we offer to the survivors of the uh, Katan is going to be dependent upon the age of the Katan, that to each age, the age of the Katan was at the time of his passing, that is how we... Uh, offer the Tanchumi Avelim to different uh, levels and different uh, gradations to the Avelim. Now, in terms of what kind of cotton we're discussing in the first case of the Gemara, the case that the Gemara discussed at the bottom of Abed Aleph, 
Kol Shloshim Yom, the Tinok that uh, is Nifter, that Nating Mar Paskins, and the second line on the Bay is Ve'en Omla B'Shur, Ve'en Omla B'Gas Avelim. So we have a Machlokas Rishonim. Tosavis, and different Maschal Ve'en, quotes the Shita of Rashi. The Rashi held the Gemara discussing a child whose Dafka Lo Kolul Chadashav. In other words, it was not known to us for the child's lifetime, he did not reach the age of 30 days before he died, that the child was a full-term baby. It was possible it was only a nephil, it was a premature child that was never destined to live. And um, that is, uh, the halacha is such a case, as the Gemara and Shabbos says, as Tosis quotes, is that there's no avelis in such a case. A child for whom we not, don't have the idea of that he was kolo chadasha, that he's a full-term child, if he dies before the age of 30 days, there is no Avelis. Only a child that's Yedua Shekolo Chadasha, that he's a full-term child, then there's Avelis if the child dies before the age of 30 days. So Rashi's have the opinion that was Dafka discussing a child that was lo Kolo Chadashev. Tosis, however, argues with Rashi and says, no, we don't need to say like Rashi that we're discussing a case where there was no Avelis because the child was not yet, uh, was not Yedua, it's Kolo Chadashev. Even if, even if it was Kolo Chadashev, and as you do a lot, and there was Avelis, those rights, it doesn't matter that that doesn't necessarily going to be mechayev us to say that there is Tanchumi Avelim, because Ein Machmir Nalav Kol Kach Litzaro Kedashkan Mahani Besamoch Dulafi Mashu Godol Machmir Nlechvodo. We're not Machmir so much on the Avel to assume that he was connected to the child so much that he requires Tanchumi Avelim, but rather to feel the age that the child was when he dies, even if there is Avelis. That was going to assume that that's going to dictate how much Tanchumi Avelim is necessary, Lichvodo. Now, it's not clear, first of all, what pushed Rashi to say that the Gemara is Dafka talking about a child that's Kolo Chadoshev. But if it was Kolo Chadoshev, that there would be Avelis, Rashi felt that Gemara Salach wouldn't be true. It's also not clear what Tosin means at the end when he says Lichvodo. Lichvodo of who? Lichvodo of the Mace or Lichvodo of the Avel? Lichor, this Machlokas Rashi and Tosis is Mizbayer in the uh, Ramban and Torah Adam. In Machlokas, he quotes between himself and the Ritz Gaius. The Ritz Gaius, the Raman says, held, like Rashi, that the Gemara that says that there's no Tanchumi Avelim has to only be discussing a child that's Lokilim Chadoshav. But if it was Kolo Chadoshav, then, as the Mishnah says, that a child, even the day that uh, he's born, is already Kichas and Shalim, he's already considered like a full grown adult, and there's full Avelis on him. And as well, the Ritz Gaius assumed that Mishnah is telling us there's also Tanchumi Avelim. And therefore, it was impossible, the Ritz Gaius learned, to say that the Gemara meant a child that was not kolo, that was Kolo Chadoshav, there was Avelis, then the Allah would have had to be that there is. Is Tanchumi Avelim. That's the Chorah Rashi understood as well. Amnerman takes issue with the Ritzgeis and says, Velohi, Midikatani Shura, Tanchumi Avelim. From the fact that the Gemara discusses and takes up the question whether or not there is Tanchumi offered, in this case, the Kavir Chaim Ninu, that these things are offered as Kavir Chaim, Shmamina Avelos Vade Noheg. Must be, says Ramban, that the Ritzgeis is wrong, that there is Avelos. The Koldolo Noag Avelos, Shura, Vitanchumi Avelim Minayin. That whenever there is no Avelis, we cannot even discuss the question of Tanchumi Avelim. Now, to understand the Ramban, we need a little bit of background. The Mesechus Machas is clear that we classify Tanchumi Avelim as Kavar Achayim. That's something we do, we'll cover out of the cover for respect for the Avelim, that they're going through this difficult time, so we come and we offer them our condolences. The Ramban is of the opinion that the same thing is true for Avelis. That Avelis will also be classified under the same uh, type of Nihug, that it's a Kavar Achayim, it's a Kavar that the uh, that the Avelim, that the survivors of the dead uh, relative uh, take on to pay homage to their family to show that they're a chashva family that when, uh, a member of their family passes on they uh, stop their lives and they're misabal on him, that's a kavod that's a kavod to them 
So the Ramban is saying that if the Gemara is even considering the possibility that there would be the Chumi Avelim, which is Kavad Achaim, as is Mefresh and the Mesechus Machos, since it's obvious we have to be talking about a type of situation where Kavad Achaim is relevant. That Ramban says must be talking about a case of a child, Shekolo Chadoshav, that there was Avelis. Because if there be no Avelis, in other words, the Ramban is deducing from there that when there's no Avelis, that means there's no need to pay homage, to give Kavad Achaim in this situation, then there's no Havamin of that we should have to give the Chumi Avelim. We don't have to be Mechabed Achaim more than they're Mechabed themselves. If they're not Mechabed themselves of being Mesabel, obviously we don't have to be Mechabed them by being Menachem. Now, Lamaisa, that which the Allah is, that the Avelim are Mesabel in this case, but we don't offer them Tanchumi Avelim, that's because the levels of Kavar Achaim uh, go, go in, in, in gradation, even though the basic Kavar Achaim, the Mesabel, the Avelim themselves do, but the extra level of Kavar Achaim that we have to offer them condolences, that the Gemara's Mechadashas, there isn't. That Lachor is a Pshadantosis. When Tosis says that we feel the age of the Nifter, that's when we uh, do Tanchumi Avelim Luchvodo, Lachor, he means Luchavod of the Chaim, Luchavod of the Avelim, we, we act with him and we're Mesachis to him, Kafida, the covet of the person that he lost, if the person he lost is very young. So even if there is Avelis, because he was a Bar Kayama, he was a full term child, but because the child didn't have such a presence in this world, there's not a, a need to be Mechabedim and being Menachimim. Kafida, the, the age of the child, as the child got older and had more of a presence, was more known in the, in the community around him, as Zigmar itself explains, then we pay more and more honor. We pay more and more cover to the Chaim by being Menachemim. Now, Lachar, it seems that the Ritz and Rashi were held not like this, that they held that Avelis is covered Hamais, that we serve, uh, we pay tribute and give honor to the memory of the, of the Mace by being Miss Abel after his, his passing on. And therefore, Rashi felt the two questions are not related. The fact that it's clear that in the Gemara that there's no, that we would be talking about a case of Lokolo Chadoshev, there's no Avelis in the child because he was too young, and therefore we, we don't need to pay covered Hamais, wouldn't necessarily tell us that it wouldn't be covered a chaim. Perhaps there would still be covered a chaim to be menachim, to, to, to offer condolences to the, to the Avelim. And therefore, the Gemara had to tell us that no, because the child was so young, ain't omro love, berkas Avelim, lotan chumi Avelim. And the two questions are, are not related. Whereas, if the Gemara had been discussing a child that there was a chiv Avelis for, that it was kilam chadoshev, and there, had, there was a need for the Avelim to pay covered hames by being misabel, so Lachar Rashi and the Ritz Geis assume for sure there'd be a chiv to, be, to give Kavad Achaim. If even this maze, that was barely Bar Kayama, he was just a few days old. But because we knew he was a Bar Kayama, there was a chiv for the, the Avelim to pay homage to his memory by being a Mesabel, Kol Shekain, we should have to be Mechabed uh, the Avelim to be Menachem them. And therefore, Argamar says there is no chiv to be Menachem them, had to have been talking about a child upon which there is no Avelis. Truth is, it's very geschmack. If you look in Rashi and Sukkah Nafchavei, Rashi there is mafurish that Avelis is lechavet hamais, and that fits in beautifully with the Rashi over here. That's saying that the Gemara could not have been discussing a, a child upon which there is Avelis, as the Ritzkeis had held. Whereas as the Ramban here is assuming that Avelis is kavod achai, and therefore the Ramban takes issue with the Ritzkeis and learns that the Gemara is discussing a child upon the what was Avelis. That's the machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban whether Avelis is kavod achai, as Rashi said, excuse me, as the Ramban says in our sugya, or is kavod hamais, as Rashi in Sukkah. Tells us. Now, this machlokas that we see here in the Rishonim between the Ramban and the Ritzkeis and between Rashi and Tosas, the Lucha Ura, is a machlokas we find elsewhere between the Ramban and the Rambam that plays itself out in the case of a Ma'abid Atzma Ladas, of this suicide. What's the halacha of Avelis of someone who commits suicide? So it says in the Mesechus Machos that in the case of a suicide of a Ma'abid Atzma Ladas, Koshu Kovar Achaim Osim, Koshu Kovar Lameis Ain Osim. Things which are done in the memory and in honor of the Mace we don't do because the person forfeited his covet by committing suicide. And therefore, for example, a Hespid, something we don't do since the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that Hespid is Yikr de Shechvi, is Kovar Hameis. We don't give a Hespid on someone who's Ma'abed Asmul Das. However, that which is Kovar Achaim, we do do the, the Avelim aren't uh, 
to be de- deprived of their covet simply because the relative decided to forfeit his covet and commit suicide, and therefore we do do tenchumi avelim, which is covet achayim. Now, what about avelus? Is there avelus that is done in such a situation? So, this is machlokas the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam holds in that case there is no avelus that the avelim, even though they have tenchumim, but they don't have avelus. Whereas Rambam is of the opinion that they are misabel, that there is avelus that is uh, taken on by the uh, krovim. In the case of Mishnah over there in Perak Aleph, Echaz Avel, as well as uh, Rukav Eger and other achronim assume the pshat of is this a question? Is Avelis in general covered a chaim or covered a mace? The Ramam held that Avelis is covered a mace, and therefore he held in this case of Ma'abin Atzmaladas, where the Mesech Asmachas told us there is no chiv of covered a mace, so therefore there's no Avelis. Whereas Ramban, as he's clear in our sugyas of the opinion, that Avelis is covered a chaim. That avails has to be done for uh, for the uh, for the avail themselves, and since availim here, even if the mace himself doesn't get covered because he was ma'abedas but the availim do deserve covered, and therefore they are misabel on their misa. Lechora, one of the nafkaminids which should come out from this machlokas in the rishonim as to whether avails is covered a chay covered a mace will be the question if the avail is mochel on avails. He tells before his passing, he tells his uh, survivors they don't need to be uh, misabel for him. And the, the, the way that we know this would be an Afkamina is from the Gemara Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin that uh, we touched on that says that, uh, discusses the question of whether a Hespid is Yikr de Shikhve, Yikr de Chai, whether or not it's Kavad Ames or Kavad Achai, says an Afkamina would be if the Mace is Mochel on the Hespid. If he says, don't be Master with me, if it's Kavad Achaim, he doesn't ever have the right to be uh, forfeit the Kavad of the Chaim. It's not within his jurisdiction, it's not his Kavad to, to give up. And therefore, the Avelim, if they want, could still be Masvidim. Whether it, whereas if it's covered Hames, therefore he would have the ability to be Mochel, the uh, Hespit, and that's what we pass. And whereas Maskana is there, that, y- that the Hespit is the Yikrit de Shikhvi, so therefore the Avel, the Nifter rather, has it within, within his uh, jurisdiction to be Mochel on the Hespit. That's what we pass in and Simon Shindal Mem Sifyod, that a person who is Mochel on the Hespit, we do not give him a Hespit. Uh, parenthetically, I'll point out the uh, Peskachuvi here discusses uh, a situation where the Gadol Hador, who was uh, Mochel on his husband and said, don't be masculine to me after his death, there, there might be mitigating factors, there might be reasons why we might not listen to him, even though normally speaking, Hesped is covered in Mace, and we do listen to the Mace if he requests not to be Masvidim, but in a case where the Gadol Hador, and there'd be a, a big, very big toelis in the Tzibur hearing about the Hesped of the, of the Gadol Hador, of the Adam Gadol, and um, the, uh, the gain that we can have from doing a Hesped is uh, perhaps be- bigger and better than the covet of the Mace, then there are times when we will uh, set aside this halacha and not listen to the Mace, and the Piskachuva relates Sefer Chuvami Ava, who was a Talmud of the Nodu Bihuda, he uh, related that his rabbi, the Nodu Bihuda, was masked the Pnei Yeshua, even though Pnei Yeshua had requested explicitly not to be masked him after his death, the Pnei the excuse me, the Nodu Bihuda, did not listen to Pnei Yeshua, and said that because there is so much to be gained from being masked the Pnei Yeshua, it is Kedai to be masked him even where the uh, Pnei Yeshua had requested not to be masked him. In any event, that's halacha that we have with regard to um, Hesped. Now, what about what about uh, Avelis? If the what about if the Avelis? Uh, excuse me. If the Nifter requests not to be Masaba him, so this uh, the Ramah there takes up this question. He quotes from the Chuvas Mahri Vial. He says as follows: that with regard to Avelis of Yudbeis Chodesh, which is only because of Kibbutz Aveim, so then the Avel, the Nifter rather has the ability to be Mavatla to be Mochan, since it's only for his covered for Kibbutz Aveim. So he has the um, the capacity to be mochel on his uh, covet and say, don't be misalba for me for the Yud However, with regard to the avails of Shiva Vishloshim, there the Marival Paskin, that there is no, um, he doesn't have the ability to be mevatalit and he cannot be mochel avails, even if he says, do not be misalba for me, the avail um, must not listen to him and they must be misabel. 
Now, Rekh Eger points out, Lechor, this should come out of Stira on the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch, because the Shulchan Aruch in the next sim, and it's in Shimem Hay, he passed like the Rambam, that in the event of a Ma'abed Asim Ladas, there is no Avelis, which, as the Kesem Mishnah explained, meant that we hold that Avelis is Kavad Hames, that uh, the Rambam had held, and that's why there is no Avelis in the event of a Ma'abed Asim Ladas. So if that's the case, that it's Kavad Hames, that Avelis is uh, something we do for, for the Mace, in the same way for Hesbid, which the Gemara said, was covered in mace, and the mace has the ability to be mochan, it washing the same thing be true for Avelis itself. Why should we say that the, Avelis, the, Ave, the uh, nifter has the ability to mochan the Avelis because it's only something which is done lechfodo, which it can be mochan, as the Gemara Sanhedrin was before, and Rukhegar leaves this question in the Das of the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah as it's Sarachian. And in fact, the Piskei Tshuva there quotes the Tshuva's Shvus Yaakov, who argues on the Psak of the Mari Vayal and the Ramah, and says that because Avelis is covered a mace, therefore the mace does in fact have the right, if he so chooses, to be uh, mochel, and even an Avelis of Shiva and Shloshim. There's one more interesting point to note in the Ramban here when he discusses the uh, Tinok and the Gemara, who is, uh, does not have to have Avelim. The Ramban at the end nonetheless uh, proves from the Gemara and Shabbos that in this instance there is Suras Havra, which is delivered. And the Ramban writes, Kivan Shiyoshev Misabala love Mavranoso. The mashmas being that the, because the Avelim are Miss Abel on the child, as Raman had said, as we mentioned, so therefore it makes sense that there should be Havra given to this child, even though, for the Avelim on this child, even though this, uh, there is no Tenchumi Avelim, as Argamar is clear. And this is very interesting. It's Charbavur in the Rambana. We have an instance here of a Katan Pachas Mishloshim Yom that there is no Tenchumi Avelim, as Argamar says, but there is Avelos, as the Ramban had noted, and the Raman says there is Havra which seems to indicate that the Havra should be linked to Avelis, even when there is no Tanchumi Avelim. And we discussed already in Nafchaf that uh, we find instances of the opposite, even in the Shittas Rahman himself. For example, on uh, Cholamoid, um, the Rahman held that there is Havra on Cholamoid, as uh, we saw the Mishtandaf Chavdal on the Beis is a riot too, whereas um, there is no Avelis on Cholamoid, at least not Avelis, but for Hesia certainly. And there it seems that uh, the Havra is a function of the Tanchumi Avelim. So we see... Uh, the complicated nature of, of uh, Havra, that even when there is Avelis, but there's no Tanchumi Avelim, like in our example of the Tinoch, there is Havra. On the other hand, even when there is no uh, Avelis, but there is Tanchumi Avelim, for example, of the Anchalamoid, nonetheless, there is still Havra, which is delivered. The Gemara here brings three memoras which discuss how the Regal interacts with the Avelis and the counting of the number of Shloshim, which the Avel is left with after the Regal. The first one discusses Shavuos. It says, Yom Echel of Nyatzeres, Vatzeres, Arekan Arbaasar, that uh, the day before Shavuos, in other words, if the Avel had begun the Shiva before Shavuos, and the Shavuos is Mafsik, the Shiva, so that counts for seven. And then Yom Tev of Shavuos itself counts for seven, as Igmar says, because it has Tashlumen. Therefore, one already has 14 days counted towards the Shloshim. The second member relates to Rosh Hashanah. It says, Yom Echel of Rosh Hashanah, by Rosh Hashanah, Arekan Arbaasar. The same thing is true as, as in Shavuos, Rosh Hashanah as well, even though Rosh Hashanah doesn't have Tashlumen, but once we saw in uh, Shavuos that it was just like the other Regalim, that even though the, there um, is only one day of Yontif, but nonetheless, because the Shavuos has Tashlumen, it became a, uh, a day that has the ability to count for seven days of the uh, of the Shiva, of the Shavuosim, excuse me, then the same thing is true for Rosh Hashanah, because Hukshu Kola Modem Zelazel, all the Modem are compared to each other, the same way Shavuos has this capacity to count for seven of the Shavuosim, similarly, Rosh Hashanah. And the third memory is about Shemini Yatzer, as it says, Yom Echlof Nechag, the Chag of Shemini Shalom Harekan Esrim Be'echad Yom. 
one day before Sukkot, that's seven days, and then Chag, Sukkot itself is obviously another seven days, and then Shemini Shalom, Shemini Aserah, also counts for seven days for a sum total of 21 days. We'll focus on the issues the Rishonim's uh, raise with regard to the second two memoras about Rosh Hashanah and about Shemini Aserah. The first memora of uh, Rosh Hashanah, so come out all the Rishonim are occupied with a very basic question. What is the nafkamina of this memory that Gemara is telling us? What is the Chiddush that Rosh Hashanah counts for seven days and a person can apply another seven days towards the Shloshim to arrive at a total of 14 days? Hurry anyway, eight days after Rosh Hashanah comes along Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur has the ability to be Mavsik Shloshim, as our Mishnah told us. And therefore, even if Rosh Hashanah wouldn't count for seven days, even if a person would theoretically after Rosh Hashanah have a full 23 days of Shloshim left, but who cares? After another eight days, Yom Kippur will come along and move out to the Shloshim Lagamri. So what Bechalal is the Chiddush that uh, Rosh Hashanah counts for seven days, and the Gemara says, therefore, he has a, a total of 14 days. If anyway, Yom Kippur will move out to the Shloshim. This question is raised by Tosavis and the Rush, many of the other Rishonim. Rishonim some Rishonim, based on this uh, question, attempt to say Chidushim in the Gedder of the Shloshim after Rosh Hashanah. So, for example, the Ravid that the Rosh quotes uh, attempted to say a Chidush based on this question, that we cannot have in uh, Avelis of uh, Shloshim Tre'iluyim. In other words, we cannot have two regalim coming along and mimavatal in the same Avelis, both the Shiva and the Shloshim. A person, when he has Avelis, either has to serve out a full Shiva, a full seven days, or he has to fill out an entire Shloshim, an entire uh, 30 days. And we cannot have a bitl of the Avelis in of both of these types of Avelis in a single exa- in a single instance of Avelis. Therefore, in our case, because Rosh Hashanah was about the Shiva, and the person never had a real Shiva Yomim, therefore, even Yom Kippur will not be able to be Mavato the Shiva. Yom Kippur will not be a Shloshim, rather. Yom Kippur will not have the capacity to be, do away with, with the Shloshim completely. Perhaps Yom Kippur will count for seven days. That's a discussion, but it, the, the, the Yom Kippur will not have the ability to be Mavato the Gamri since Rosh Hashanah was Mavato the Shiva. Therefore, the Mavato the even though in this case Yom Kippur will not be able to be Mavato the Shloshim, Still, Rosh Hashanah itself counts for seven days, and therefore a person can apply those seven days towards his Shloshim and have a sort of total of 14 days, which he must not serve out for the remaining days after Rosh Hashanah. But Yom Kippur, in this case, will not be able to mevatel the Shloshim Lagamri because we do not say Tarte Havsakos in one Avelis. The Rosh comments, the Rosh comments, other Mahalchem as well as the, the answer to this question. The Rosh comments, the simple terror to this question, is what Ramban says. That the Gemara is just Agav and Echanami. Agav, the other members of the Shavuos. Then Shavuos, there was obviously enough community that Shavuos canceled for seven days. So Adonami, the Gemara was telling us that Rosh Hashanah also canceled for seven days. But that really wasn't the Ikechidosh of the Gemara. The Ikechidosh of, of the Gemara was the Paskin, like uh, Rabbi Gamliel, that uh, Rosh Hashanah counts uh, t- like a regal to be Mavato the Shiva. That which Rosh Hashanah also counts for seven days, even though it's technically true, there isn't any Nafkamina, because like we said, Yom Kippur will Mavato the Shloshim anyway. And the Gemara just said it, Agav, and the Rosh says once, this is the case, that we don't have Hechrich uh, to explain why Yom Kippur isn't Mavato the Shloshim, Ein Lasif Binyan Yisod. We can't now go make Chidushim and Chumras based on the Derived and the Malmor as well as Chidushim based on this question. There's no basis for it because if we took away the question, we just said the Gemara is Agav, the other members in the Gemara, then there's no, we have no uh, basis, I have no uh, warrant to say the other Chidushim to be Machmer. Nafal Hayiso, Nafal Abinyan, that's the Lashon of the Rush. Now there's still questions which uh, arise in the third member of the Gemara. That which the Gemara says that um, when a person is Kovr Meso, Yom Achad of Nechag, so after Shemina Tzeres, uh, in, in the sum total, a person has a total of 21 days, this is Tzarech Bir. Because in this case, once the person hits the first day of Sukkot, Sukkot is a regular, it's Bavato the Shiva, so now he's begun his Shloshim, and he's knowing the days of Shloshim throughout, uh, the knowing the Nehugim Shloshim throughout the uh, days of Sukkot. So now, when Shemina Tzeres comes, it's the eighth day of Sukkot, uh, 
seven days of Sukkot is passing Shemini Atzeres. Uh, he arrives at Shemini Atzeres. Why don't we say Shemini Atzeres is Mavata the Shloshim Legamre? Why don't we say that the same way, whenever a person is in the middle of the Shloshim and he bumps into a regal, a regal can be Mavata the Shloshim. So here, why don't we say Shemini Atzeres should have that capacity? If the Gemara is saying Shemini Atzeres is a din regal to camp for seven days, even though it has no Tashlumen, even though it's just a, a regal, a one day regal, but it has the ability to be like any other regal that it has a, a, a din of seven days, so why don't we, uh, why doesn't it also have the ability to be like any other regal to be Mavata Shloshim? In this case, the person is Mignoig the Shloshim during the during the uh, the Cholamoid, and therefore the Cholam, the um, the Shminetzer should have the ability to be Mavato the Shloshim Legamre. Like any time a person is uh, bumps into a regular when he's when he's Noig Shloshim. Bishlam, according to the Ravid that we mentioned earlier, who says that in uh, one Avelis we cannot have two Iluyim, we cannot have two uh, Regolim coming along and be Mavatel the uh, Shiva and then the Shloshim. So then it's possible that could be a Teretz here. The reason that Shemini Atzeres would not be Mavata the Shloshim is that since already Sukkot was Mavata the Shiva in this instance, so it's possible that Shemini Atzeres would not be Mavatel the Shloshim. Even though it's not Muchach, because there might be a chilk we could draw between Yom Kippur, where the Ravid was discussing, and Shemini Atzeres, and that Shemini Atzeres has a din regal for other instances, whether Yom Kippur is only because it's Hukshu, Kolam Adam but uh, nonetheless, this possibility does exist, at least in some Rishonim, that that would be a terror as to why Yom Kippur, excuse me, why Shemina Tzeres is not Levato the Shloshim in our case. However, according to the Ramban and the Rush that we mentioned earlier, who say that the Ravid is not correct, they don't have, he doesn't have enough of a, uh, a basis to say his Chiddush, that we can't have two Kulas and one Avelis, and that's the way you pass as well. Why, the question stands, why is it that in this case Shemina Tzeres is not Levato the Shloshim? In order to explain this, let's revisit the Machlokas that we had back in that few tests between the Ramban and the Rush with regard to the Nihugim of uh, Shloshim on the Regal. There the Gemara had a Shiloh, if someone is covered Mesa Beregel, do the days of the Regal count for Shloshim or not? And the Gemara said there was, the Gemara was misupic about this question, because Kanoaga mitzvahs Shloshim Beregel. The mitzvahs of Shloshim are Noag and the Regal. We mentioned there Machlukas between uh, the Ramban on the one hand, and the Rosh, as well as Rashi, and the Shiltos, and others. On the other hand, what does the Gemara mean? Does the Gemara mean that the full body of the Nihugi Shloshim are Noeg and the Regal, as be the Pashas and the Lashon of the Gemara, that's the way the Ramban held? Or no, the Gemara means that there are Nihugim which are Noeg and the Regal anyway, Machmas Cholamoid, for example, the Isra of Tisparas, and also one of the aspects of the Isra of Giyotz, as was before in the uh, Rashi over there, and in the Rosh, and that's all the Gemara meant. And that's the, but in, in, but the truth is the other Nihugi Shloshim, which are not anyway Aser Machmas Cholamoid, those, according to the Rosh and Rashi, were not Aser on the Regal during the Mehash Shloshim. Now the Ramban explained his, his position there by saying that there's no, we see, he, we see no problem with uh, having the full body of the Nihugi Shloshim being Noeg on the Regal, because when one is Noeg, like an Avil during Shloshim, Ein Aviluso Misparsemes Olav. He does not befarsim, he does, he's not publicizing his Avilus by being Noeg like an Avil during Shloshim on the Regal. The Taz, in Simon Shin Salites, Siv Katan Beis, explains that's the, the Nekrusa Machlokas between the Ramban and the Rosh. The Rosh held that if one were to, were to be Noeg, like an Avil during Shloshim, on, uh, on the Regal, then it would be Avilus Misparsemes would constitute something which would be an obvious sign of Avelis. And that's why the Rosh said that the only Nihugim, which are, in fact, Noeg on the Regal for the Avel during the Shloshim, in that instance of Kavar Mesa Regal, are the ones which are anyway Noeg, Machmas Cholamoid. The Gemara there said that because these things are Noeg anyway for the Avel, it might be enough to consider as if he was Mekayim, some of the Nihugim Avelis, and therefore the days should be Ola for the days of Shloshim. But all the other Nihugim, which are beyond the things of Shloshim for Cholamoid, the Rosh held that they are Avelis Preferasi. That's how the Taz explained. Mashenkin and Ramban held that no, one is not Nikar in his Avelis when one behaves like an Avel during Shloshim. So now, getting back to our question and our Sigil, why Shemina is not Mavato Shloshim? 
So in fact, this is the rush. This is the makor that the rush holds. This shita that hold, that yehugei um, shloshim are not noeg on the regel, except for the ones which are anyway noeg machmas chalamay. That's what the rush writes in our secret to answer this question: Why it is that shmini tzeres is not mavatel the uh, the shloshim? He says because the person is only being noeg the shloshim in this instance machmas haregel. Even in a chenami, even though the gemara said it is konohaga mitzvah shloshim beregel, and in fact the gemara's maskona and that shaila back in that few tests was in the case of kavar mesa beregel. The days of the regel are all the shloshim because of this. Mixas uh, Nihukan that he has, but the Rush says because he's not being Noeg being Machmas the regal, he's only being Noeg these Nihukan Machmas Cholamoid, therefore we cannot say that he's really being Noeg Shloshim to say that Shminat Saras is Vavato Shloshim. And therefore, in our instance, in our case of the Gemara, when Sukkot was Vavato the Shiva, and the person never really had days that he was Noeg of full Nihukan Shloshim, so he's never really entered the full Nihukan of the uh, the full phase of Nihukan Shloshim to say that the regal is Motzi him being being Noeg that Avelis, and therefore the regal has no ability to be Mavatel such an Avelis. That's how the Russia understands. But according to Ramban, who held that full Avelis is Noeg on the regal, and that, that there's no problem, there's no, uh, there's no trifling with Avelis before Hesia by being Noeg like an Avel during Shloshim on the days of the regal, so then why is it, the question still stands, why is it that Nishminat Saris in this instance is not going to be Mavatel the Shloshim? So the Taz takes up this question as well. There over there in Shin Sali of Katan Vav, he writes that since Lefila Ramban, as the Taz himself explained, the, so the reason that we were able to contend that Nihuge Shloshim are still knowing on the regal is because they are Darun Shabbat Sina. They are not Mepharsim Davelis, as the Ramban himself wrote, She'ein Avilusa Misparsem Asalav. And therefore, the person is no hecker that the person is being noeg shloshim. Therefore, even with either Ramban, that the person is being noeg the full body of the shloshim, but because they're not nicker, the, these extra nihugam that he has above and beyond the nihugam of Cholamoid, as the Rosh had said, the extra nihugam that an ovel is noeg as an ovel, are not something which are nikarim. This tosavis is not nicker. The Taz says, therefore, it's not muchach that he's an ovel. And because he's chosre, this haychacha, that he's an ovel, we cannot say that the shminatzer is in the vato shloshim. Now, if you recall, we suggested a similar svara back in Afiotes. The Gemara that we mentioned earlier, that was mistopic, whether or not the days of the regal are Olaf Shloshim in the case of Kavar Meso Beregel and Lefidur Ramban, we, were, we wondered there, why is the Gemara If the person is knowing full Nihuge Shloshim, then full Avelis is incumbent on him. So obviously the days of the Shloshim, the days of the regal should be Olaf Shloshim. What was it? Not like, not like that. So we explained, based on the, this Ramban, that because the Avelis is not Mephursim, because it's not Nikr, therefore the Gemara is mistopic about whether or not the days of the Shloshim can be Ola in such an instance where the, even though the person is being knowing these Avelis, the, the these Nihuge Avelis, but they're not, it's not nicker on him that he's doing so. And that was the suffix of the Gemara over there. And even though the Gemara there was posted that despite the fact that the Nihuge Shloshim are not nicker in the case of Kavar Mesa Beregel, still the days of Regal are Ola Lemini Shloshim, here the Taz is saying, our Gemara is saying that the days will be Ola, but Shemina Tzeres will not be Mavato. In other words, to have the days of Shloshim be Ola, it's enough that one has Nihuge Shloshim, She'enam Nikaram, even though he's not Muchach, he's an Avel. But for us to say that the person is knowing Shloshim to the point that the Regal can be Mavato the Avelis, that Shemina Tzeres should be Mavato the Shloshim, Legamre, there we say no. There we say we need to have an Ovel which is Nikr. That's how the Taz understands the Ramban. Now, the difficulty with this Taz is, is that the Ramban himself took up this question himself. And the Ramban seems to say completely different terrors. In fact, he seems to say exactly like the Rush. He says that because a person is only Noeg Mixas and Nihugim, he's only Noeg the Nihugim Pashas, which are Noeg anyway in Cholamite, not the Nihugim, which are Tosefas, and an Ovel has to be Noeg above uh, beyond everyone else. Therefore, Shminat Saris is not Mavatel, the Shloshim. And in fact, the Masas Binyamin, quoted by the Taz himself over there in Shin Saridas, as is the steer in the Ramban. In one place, explained the Gmar Nafiyutas, the Ramban explained Konaga Mitzvah Shloshim Beregal means the 
the full body of the Nihugish Shloshim or Noeg on the Regal? And over here, to answer the question, why Shemina Atzeris is not Mavato Shloshim, the Ramad says, no, only the, only Mixas Nihugim or Noeg, only the things which are, anyway, Noeg, Machmas Cholamoid, it's a steer in the Ramban. This steer is bets asked by many Achronim, the Karnover back in Nafutas asked this steer, the Hamakshel asked this steer, many Achronim asked this, the, the steer. The difficulty is that the Taz himself brought this uh, Ramban, and Kanir the Taz felt this was Pratt in the Ramban, that Noeg Mixasan means Noeg Mixasan Machmas Cholamoid, and whatever else is Noeg is only Dabrashainu Nikr, it's only Dabrashainu Muchach. That's how the Taz understood. But the Pashas Ramban is not like that. The Pashas Ramban is that here he's answering our question, just like the Rush, that Shminetzer is not Mavato Shloshim because the person is not being Noeg all the Nehugat Shloshim. Lachor, it's an open stira in the Ramban. So there's a Teretz Nifla to the stira in the Ramban in the Sefer of Eris Lamosha over there in Shin Saritas. Already also the Nitziv in Hamakshela refers to such a Teretz. And the Etzim Yisoda of this Teretz is found in Artosis and Arsigia. The Teres Moshe writes as follows, that there's a major difference between the case of the Gemara and Naf Yutes, that Ramans there, there said that all the Nehugim are Noeg, and the case in Argimar. In the case of Naf Yutes, the case was cover meso b'regel. The Misa happened in Regal, and the person has not yet even begun the Shiva. He's waiting to begin the Shiva until after the Regal finishes. He's not able to begin the Shiva now. All his Noeg is Tevar Shabbat Sinner now, perhaps according to the Shita, something like that. But the, he's not Noeg any of the other Nehugim, for uh, for the Shiva, and he's still waiting to serve at Shiva. In that case, says the Teres Moshe, there the Ramban held that the Mechaiv of the Nehugah Shloshim, the entire body of the Nehugah Shloshim, is because the person is yet to sit, to sit Shiva. He's still waiting to sit Shiva. So, Gavda, the Shiva itself is Mechaiv the Nehugah Shloshim. Included in the Nehugah Shiva are the Nehugah Shloshim that one must do Machmas the Shiva in that instance. So when he's still waiting to do Shiva, certainly then the Ramban held, Gavda, because he has the Nehugah Shiva that are still incumbent upon him, he also must do the Nehugah Shloshim, which are part of the Nehugah Shiva, which are not Mepharsim and Zavelis, which are not Avelis Mepharsia. That's why, in the case of Kavar Mesa Beregel, the Ramban held that the Mitzvah Shloshim Beregel bimiluam in their entirety. Mashiachin and Argimar, that's not the case. The case in Argimar is where it was Kavar Mesa Erasukas, that he had already finished with the Shiva because Sukkot had been Mavato the Shiva. And now the only thing which is still waiting for him in store is the, is the Shloshim. He's waiting for the Shloshim after the Regal. Says the Tzvaris Lomoshim, there the Ramban agreed to the Rosh. The Ramban held that the Nihugim of Shloshim, either because it's Tam or Kal Shiva, or because all the Nihugim aren't Mepharsim the Avelis so much. In other words, they're not such strong expressions of Avelis. Bechei Gavna, the Roman agreed to the Rosh that the Nehugah Shloshim on their own cannot be Mechai of a person to be knowing them on the regal. The only thing that has to be knowing is the things which everyone has to be knowing the things which are anyway Machmas Cholomite Osir. But the Tosefes, the extra Nehugim that a person must be knowing as an Avel during the Shloshim are not knowing on the regal when the only thing that's Mechai of him is the Chiyuvim of Shloshim. In other words, the Gemara Nafi test, where, where he was still had to sit Shiva, so the Shiva was Machai the Nehugish Shloshim. Mashiach and Argamar, where the Shiva was finished because it was in his battle, then there are Maragrits of the Rosh that the Shloshim on its own cannot be Machai of the Nehugim of the Shloshim on the regal. Mamela, that was a shot on their man. Why their man said in Arsigya that Shemina Tzeres cannot be Mavatal Shloshim because since here he agrees to the Rosh that the only Nehugim which are Mutal upon the Ovel are the Nehugish Shloshim, excuse me, the Nehugim which are anyway knowing Machmas Chalamai, they're like the star of the Rosh, that Bechegamda, the person not considered that he was as if he was knowing the Shloshim in the entirety to say that a regal found him being knowing the Savela is going to be Mavatal the Ovel. That's the Yishuv to the Stira in the Ramban. With this chilek uh, that the Tavares Moshe is saying, we can understand another uh, puzzle that there is in the in the poskim. The poskim discusses a case of cover meso b'regel on the chalamot of Sukkot. Do we say that bechay gavna shminat seres should at least ola for shivayomim? Charetz mashma from our sugya. I met some other sugyas later as well. The bechay gavna shminat seres will not be mavatel the. Shloshim, excuse me, not about the Shiva even, because he's already still waiting out to sit out the Shiva. But perhaps we should at least say that he should 
have seven days of Shloshim because Shemina Tzeres is a regular that counts for seven days. So the truth is there are we said it. In fact, it does count for seven days. The Matabas is Binyamin that we mentioned, and the Marshal and Truva as well say that the Shemina Tzeres in that case, in fact, does count for Shivas Yomim towards the, the count of the Shlosha. However, most of the posts in the Shach and many other posts in this have the Mishabur Pasim as well say that no, that Bechegavna Shemina Tzeres counts for one day. It doesn't do, have any impact on the count of the Shlosha. Question is, why not? Why doesn't Shemina Tzeres at least have a din of Shivas Yomim like it does for any other regal? So you could say the Pastos that inasmuch as Shemina Tzeres cannot be Mavato the Shiva in that instance, as is before in the Miranda if you test, so Adonami can't be without the Shloshim, we, excuse me, can't even count for days of Shloshim. In other words, a regal which doesn't behave as a regal, that it's not going to be Mavsik Avelis, it's also not Ola, Shivas Yomim for Avelis, so Kilo behaves like a Yomchol. But Lafi, the, the Havana now that the Teresa Moshe is giving us and the difference between a case of cover Meso before the regal and cover Meso be regal, there's a whole new Havana. Because that which, Regalim or Ola for Shivas Yomim and Shloshim, that's when the only thing which is Mutal on the Avel is Shloshim, like in, the, in our case, where the, in other words, let's say Shavu, it's in our Gemara. Where Shavuot is in the Vat of the Shiva, the only thing which is left is the Shloshim. So now Shavuot is cast for seven days, as the Gemara said, you have 14 days. Or in the case of our Gemara as well, where the Misa was done on Erev Sukkot and then Sukkot was in the Vat of the Shiva, and now Shavuot is cast for seven days, there we see no problem. But in a case of Kavar Mesa Bregel, which that was the case of the Postgame had the Bimachlokas, the Masas Miyamin and the Marshal against the Taz and the Shach and everyone else, so there, since he was yet to, to be Noeg the Shiva. And that which was Mechaiv in Yehuge Shloshim, that which was telling it to be Noeg the Shloshim, is the Shiva itself. So now we cannot say that Regal is all for Shiva since, for, for seven days. Since the Regal is not able to be Mevatel the Shiva in that case, and that which is Mechaiv in the Yehuge Shloshim, is the Shiva itself. So we see that the Regal, it behaves like any other day. It doesn't have the ability to be Mavsik Shiva, and therefore it also is not counted for seven days towards the Yehuge Shloshim that Shiva is Mechaiv. That's a new Havana we have in those Shittas according to the Tiferes Lamosha. So to summarize, well, our discussion in the Sigi here of uh, Rosh Hashanah counted for seven days and Shemina Tzeres counted for seven days. So we saw, with regard to Rosh Hashanah, the Rishonim are bothered that w- what's an Afkamina of Rosh Hashanah counted for seven days or anyway in Kibur will be Vatel, the, uh, the Shloshim anyway. So there was a Tzad in the Tosis and in the Ravid that we do not say that uh, there are two, two Iluyim, two Chidush, two uh, Hefsakos in one Avelis and therefore you cannot have both Shiva and Shloshim being cut off by different regalim. That is why there's an Afghina for Rosh being no seven days. However, the Rosh Ramban, Radoka, this Territ, and all the other truths that the Rosh offered by saying that the Gemara was saying Agav, the uh, other members in the Gemara, that Rosh Hashanah is no egg for seven days, but really there's no enough to that. In regard to the, the uh, second, the last member of the Gemara, the Shemini Yatzeres, the Shemini Yatzeres counts for seven days, but it's not Mavatel the Shloshim. So there we saw the Rosh said that be, that the Nihugim of Shloshim are not Noeg on the regal because they are Vels Perfessia, as the Taz explained. Only the Nihugim which are Noeg are the Nihugim which are anywhere are Noeg, Machmas, Cholamid. There, the Rosh said, we do not say regal can be Mavatel such a Nihug when it's not a Nihug of Avelis, it's only a Nihug of Cholamid. The Ramban, the pastors, would have argued with the Rosh as the, uh, we saw back in the Futes, who says that all the Nihugim of Shloshim are Noeg on the, shlo- the regal, and the Taz seemed to assume like this and give a terrace for the Ramban as to why these Nihugim don't constitute a, uh, a of a, a niug to say Shemina Tzeres is Mavatel uh, Shloshim because it's not Muchach it's not Muchach that he's an oval in the way he's knowing however the Ramban himself Pashas is agreeing to the Rosh in this case and we explain this Kafida Tiferes Lamosha and the Nitziv in the Hamak Shelo's Mahalach that there's a difference in the Gemara Nefi Tess where the person was Kovar Mesa Beregel and there the Shiva is Mechaya the Nihug of Shloshim as well as the Argemara where the person had been Kovar Mesa Lifne Haregel and Shiva was already taken care of by Sukkis then the Nihugim of the Shloshim are not knowing on the Regal Machmas themselves that's the, there the Ramban agreed to the Rosh and it's pleasure. That's why Shemina Tzeres is not Mavatel the Shloshim. Well, we explain Kafir this Havana in the Teres Lamosha, the Pshat and the Poskim that say that when one is covered by Surregel, Shemina Tzeres is not even Ola for Shivas Yomim.
You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.